everybody. Welcome to If You're Listening. I'm Ramsey, and I'm on the radio. This is one person's mission for... <laughs> I blew it. One person's mission to force her friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. Hi. Hey, Ramsey. I'm Heather. <laughs> Let's hear your radio voice. Uh, I, I don't. I can't. I don't think I have one. That's kind of what I was expecting to happen. Uh, uh, me to just break? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does not compute. Yeah, I don't have impressions. Did in you ever me. do the RIT radio? Never. Our friend Reed did. Oh. That's what made me ask you that. Yeah, no. I've never done anything. I've only done podcasts. <laughs> That's basically radio now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is my radio yeah. voice. <laughs> uh, Ramsey, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, <laughs> nothing new to report. Nothing new to report. Still being cool. How about you? Um, Take a sip of that coffee. Do it right in the mic. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> a little cold now but that's all right all right um i can't microwave it it's in a metal cup oh fuck that's fine um let's I, do it anyway you <laughs> burn my house down um ramsey mm-hmm. i'm excited about this album today oh no <laughs> that's never good for me <sighs> i don't know i don't know yeah. where you're gonna land on okay. this all right this I, I am pretty mysterious on this show hard to pin down the my opinions yeah. <laughs> true this is not an emo album that's a plus for it. It is probably the most important album for me in all of high school. Huh. It did not come out when I was in high school. Okay. What? So this is pre-high school. Yes. Interesting. This album came out in 1993. Okay. <laughs> we were, or wait, did we graduate the same year? 2002? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we were in third grade. Third grade. Um, it's not what I was thinking it was going to be. So what were you thinking it was going to be based on your recent Twitter activity? I thought it was going to be, uh, the goo goo dolls. What's the nope. band? The Counting crows. Counting crows. It is what we're doing. Oh, that was that early. <laughs> Counting crows, August and everything after came out in 1993. Really? Yes. Factual statement. Um, huh? September 14th, 1993. That isn't right. In it your life is correct. <laughs> so here's my thing. Yeah. We, we should go back to your tweet, I guess. Yeah, so I was, I tweeted about this because my thing with this album is, I mean, I was, this album is incredible. I was obsessed with it in high school. Uh, uh, what, uh, what stage in high school? Oh, what stage in high school? Uh, what stage? Um, Like 10th, 11th, 12th grade. Weird. Yeah. And the thing, this album though, I also know a ton of other like friends and people who are into punk and emo that, love this album hmm. so that's what i was tweeting about i was like is this real like or is this just like my friends right um it does seem to be a not universal not like every person who loves emo fucking loves this one counting crows album but right. it is enough people that i find it suspect like what is it about this album that made it also important for fans of emo so that's what i was trying to tweet out and see what other people thought that was there was kind of a universal sentiment that it's the lyrics um it's an incredibly like lyrically dense album um the go on guy from copeland what's his name oh aaron marsh he tweeted at yes you. he did and his response was so effusive yes that i assumed it was ironic at no. first and then i realized no he means this people this album like this is a really important album do you have that do you want to should we read that? Oh, that uh, it? oh God. Let me see how the internet works. Um, no, you're fine. Um, you have time to learn. I don't know. Do I? Yeah. Click on the start bar oh, at the fuck. bottom. Okay. Here's actually a problem because they stopped supporting um, the Twitter desktop app, which I always oh. use. And now I actually do have to learn how to use the fucking web interface. Um, okay. So first you oh, yeah, so dial up your browser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so... Aaron Marsh from Copeland responded to me and he was saying that he had to deliberately try to not pattern his vocal melodies after Adam Duritz on their first album because his melody tracks were so ingrained in him from listening to this album so much. That that doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) This album is so good. So, okay, here's my question for you. What is your, like, what do you think about Counting Crows? So here's my question for you. Okay. What is the Counting Crows song I know? Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. Okay. So, you probably also know Long December, which was on a different album. Maybe. I don't know it from that. Yeah. I'm sure I've heard it. Uh, I I know this band from exclusively Top 40 Radio. Yep. Uh, uh, did is 
apparently I get them very confused with the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. Um, is this the band that does that cover of Big Yellow Taxi? Yes. That's awful. Yeah, that I cover sucks. I really hate that. That cover sucks. I agree. Um, this is the guy with dreadlocks? Yep. Yeah. That, that being a thing I know about him is a point against. Just, I'm anti <laughs> that. Uh, his hair's reason. dumb. Okay. I agree. Um, So I obviously do know them from Top 40 Music as well. Like that was my initial introduction to them. And then for whatever reason, and it wasn't just me. I had a couple of friends in high school who are also like wildly into this album. And just... Is this the album album. with Mr. Jones? Yes. And did that hit big when we were that young or did it come back? No, it was was popular in the early 90s when we were little. So weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just... It's obviously pervasive through culture throughout all of the 90s, I would right. say. My thing with this band, though, is that I do... For me, they stand out like amongst their peers. Like, Goo Goo Dolls is actually later yeah. in the 90s. But, like, I don't know. They just don't... Uh, I just think they're a better band than a lot of their peers were and had more than one good album, which I don't know that a lot of the right. people that they would be lumped in with necessarily did. Um, my, my first thought when I think of this band yeah. is... Uh, seeing like early 2000s a photo of somebody with an adam duritz tattoo oh god i know being posted with like haha yeah isn't it funny that this happened yeah i and yeah they definitely are a band people joke about Mm -hmm. i don't give a shit i will go to bat for this band this album is fucking incredible i love wings you do not need to oh yeah yeah um Let's just get into it, Ramsey. I, I I'm okay. Yeah, this is weird. So we're doing. Here's the album art. Wow. Okay. I mean, this album art feels 1993, but actually, I, I don't, don't hate know it. what this is. So, is that are those lyrics? Those are lyrics to the song August and Everything After, which is not on this album. It got cut from the album. But what? It's and the album named, title. That's it, the whole album is obviously hanging on that song. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Okay. So it's a like yellowed paper looks uh-huh. like shakespeare wrote these lyrics sure. uh and then they turned opacity down uh yep. and then in like feather quill ink yep. the, the counting crows is written uh-huh. poorly somebody didn't know how to use this type of pen uh <laughs> dribbled there's some dribbles and like very non-uniform line yeah uh they should go to jet pens and get a better pen uh, <laughs> sponsor of this show uh august i would love to have a pen sponsor uh, jetpen.com is a great site okay. i use them for all my pens and if they want to sponsor mm. us they should i also love muji pens go on oh the yeah mm-hmm. i like their notebooks so good great pens. their pens are great actually yeah. i forgot about those pens i love muji pens anyways <laughs> um this is a weird album cover i have seen this album cover so much that i it's just it is an album cover to me it's mm-hmm. just is what it is i probably have asked you this uh-huh. question more times than anything else well no first the number one question i ask you is yep. what genre is this mm. the number two question i ask you and i'm talking about like the entire time i've known you, okay is uh nope sorry number two is what's your address again number three <laughs> sure, yeah you ask yep okay <laughs> number three is what is that black balloon tattoo you have oh it's a black balloon uh but is it oh it's goo goo dolls goo goo dolls yeah. okay <laughs> just check it yeah 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 uh but i bet a lot of people have that, that Counting Crows logo. Oh, I would think tattooed. so. I don't have any Counting Crows tattoos, but... Yet. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get one in 2018. <laughs> right. Feels like a move. Um, what, did, what about a tattoo of like you... Of Adam Duritz's face on my uh, back? I mean, that's one way to go. <laughs> uh, what if you got a tattoo of it's you with Mr. Jones? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's like a thinker. Yeah, he just... Yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Oh. All right. Maybe it's Indiana Jones too. Oh. So it's that like, is literally Mr. Jones. And okay. you. I've never seen Indiana Jones. We'll fix that. Okay, thanks. And then you'll want that tattoo. Um Um Album cover, eh. Okay. Let's just get into this. All right. I think you probably know this first song also. Hold on, it starts slow. Oh, it started? Yes. Can you hear it? There we go. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is round here. Oh yeah, I do know this one. I, th- I, I can't. This album is incredible. The other thing with this album, I had. There's so many live versions of all these songs mm. that, like, Adam Dirtz is a really good like lyrical improviser. I would say like, and, it, and some of the times it's not improv 
improvising where it's like he'll weave other songs okay. into the song. I like that. Um, and so some of my love for certain songs on this album are not even the album version. Um, it's like the weird version of Rain King that has round here in the middle of it. Hmm. Like, which is Rain King is another song on this album, but um, which is a weird thing. Um, uh, but yeah. Friend of the show, Chris Donahue uh-huh. is going to be upset that I can't remember when Jimmy Fallon was on Weekend Update. Okay. He did, I think, a Halloween song to the tune of Mr. Jones. <laughs> okay. And I can't remember what it is. Anyway, I just felt like I should bring that up. I kind of remember what you're talking about, to be honest. Because all I can think of, the, the other thing I think of with this band after that tattoo is... Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. going to happen a little, but... Um, oh, this is something. This song, he's talking about Maria, which is something we talked about in the Gaslight Anthem episode, where sometimes Maria is just oh, used yeah. as a trope. Um, Did they start that? Who started that? I don't know who started it. Um, Stephen Sondheim with West Side Story? <laughs> probably. Um, but there's also a theory that on this album, Maria is a stand-in for himself. So I don't know. Um, that was a deeper read than I was expecting. People love this band, Ramsey. I'm getting that. I'm getting that. <laughs> Round Here is not my favorite Counting Crows song. I've um, definitely heard this one. I it, This was a single. It was it was definitely really popular. Um, uh, I don't think I would have made this association just uh-huh. because I I think of this band as being later on. A uh, little bit of Eddie Vedder in the vocal quality. Oh, sure. He does have a very unique vocal quality, yeah. I think. But... I think it in kind of like the slurriness of it. Yeah, sure. Mumbly, I think might be a word that I mm-hmm. could use here. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give it that to yeah. you. Yeah, and I don't say that as a negative. Well, I don't this, remember this part of it. This part is, I think, why this isn't one of my favorite songs. I don't love this part of the song, yeah, but um, got jazzy. Yeah, which is not a thing I enjoy. This sounds like Dave Matthews band, this part. Yeah, I know. I don't like this part. <laughs> I felt like I could say that because you already said you didn't like it. Yeah. Ugh. The, it's the lyrics. It is the lyrics. And I think I we've obviously gone over on this podcast how much I love lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I really, I do feel like this album is probably one of the reasons. Like, this is one of the first, like albums I would like dive into the lyrics on like right are they in the booklet I think so yeah Uh, I mean they're on the front of the booklet yeah except that's a song that's not even on the album um which they have played live but never released the studio version b-side nothing I don't know Hmm. maybe if they did it was later um because this I mean they're still putting out albums um they are yeah wow I tapped out eventually (laughs) but uh I mean I I don't know. I was probably listened to their first three or four albums. Mm-hmm. Around the Shrek soundtrack was kind of when I bounced. What What did they have on the Shrek soundtrack? I think that's part of the reason the I big thought. Big Yellow Taxi song. That's on there? Am I, I think, making this up? No, I, mean, I, think I think that's right. right. I think I may have heard that song before Shrek. Yeah, I mean, it was out. And then I think it was on the... You're probably right. I don't know. No, I'm not sure. But yeah. Uh, Mo and I watched Stop Making Sense for the first time last night never seen it uh do you know what it is no it's the uh jonathan demi directed talking heads concert film oh it's yes where he i does, do like the big suit yes thing. i do because we did for work we did an interview with the not david byrne members of talking heads oh. and we made them watch the um bill Hader oh thing i'm yeah. gonna watch that <laughs> i really want to see that uh because the big thing we were talking about while watching it is like bands where so much of the band is the yes. one guy which this is one of those bands for sure. Right. That's what I was going to ask. If like, if, do you know if it's the same peoples? I have no idea. Because I could see this being a band where like everybody checks out after a while. I, yeah, I don't actually. Let's see if it says it has a handy handy chart on Wikipedia. I don't know. But then sometimes it's like, oh wow, uh, no, okay, wildly consistent. Wow. Um, same guitarist the entire time. Um, same Adam. Same Adam. Um, keyboard has switched once. Okay. Um, went through a couple drummers, but yeah, no, pretty consistent. Wow, yeah. Dang. And like, they've been a band since 
1991. Wow. That is crazy. I mean, granted, they got pretty early success, so I think you just keep riding that train. Yeah. This song is called Omaha. It's so good. I like the sound of it already. Also, they just said, pass the Heather, which is a flower. And I just really like whenever my name is in anything, because that that is rare. Ugh, the song is so good. (laughs) Where are they from? Do you know? Yes, Baltimore. Mm. But they're like a California band. Like Adam Duritz is, I think, originally from Baltimore. Um, but they're a, yeah, like a Berkeley, San Francisco band. Um, I feel like I may have heard this one before. Maybe. That's the other thing, too. Like some of these songs like uh, have just existed yeah. for so long. They're in lots of different movies, TV shows, sure. whatever. Um, the closing track on this is in a great episode of Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> Did like an old lady die? I don't actually remember. I just remember I really liked the episode. I'm going to hear this song, and I'm going to tell you what I think happened in Scrubs. Yeah, okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> I want to do that with every song I hear on the show now. Perfect. Just yes. like, for Scrubs specifically. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a music-heavy show. Yeah, it is. So, um, so this is another thing with this band, Specificity, which I think ties mm-hmm. into my love sure. of this album. Place Nemo. Okay. I love reading those best <laughs> um, I mean I like this It's the first I, I'm pretty sure I can say confidently The first time uh, Accordion has appeared On our podcast I would, I would think so But not the last uh, Oh boy <laughs> <laughs> Just you wait <laughs> yeah. yeah I like this It's very Chill Yeah This I do I like this song It's the middle of this album is where I'm, the meat is. Mm. The meat. It's the opposite of Head Automatica. Yeah. Yeah. Where that's where the garbage is. It's true. Uh, <laughs> that whole album could just go away. Um, yeah, I don't know. So basically, I've been thinking about this too much because that's the thing I do. No, it's good. It's like, I don't know. This bit, It does not make sense that I love this band as much as I do. Like, this does not sound like other music I listen to. Right, yeah. It's interesting to me that it's not just you. I know. That, like, if when I if you were to tell me, hey, Ramsey, or ask me, hey, Ramsey, yep. what do you think the emo community thinks about Counting Crows? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would be like, they would say it's stupid corporate rock, mm-hmm. or maybe not even rock, and just laugh at it, and then... Record some sad songs about it. Sure. Uh, but apparently you're telling me it's otherwise. It is otherwise. It's interesting. I mean, I can't speak for the whole community. Absolutely not. And I would never paint such a community <laughs> with such a broad stroke. <laughs> but based on my super formal... Twitter. Twitter poll. Yeah. People give a fuck about this album. You didn't hear any negative negativity, right? Like, negativity, as I said it initially. Did anyone say, like, no, they're bad? No. To be fair, I wasn't asking for that sort of input, but... <laughs> Nobody gave it. Twitter is, will just give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to ask for negativity. Here you go, Ramsey. Show <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm eight bars ahead. Here's the thing. <laughs> Actually, listen to the lyrics. Okay. Because this song is good. <laughs> I'm not against this song. Just Place. Yep. Yep. It's... I... The song is so good. <laughs> I do think it's weird, actually, that the song was so popular. Because it's a weird song. Yeah. I don't know. That's my hot take. This it's, is a weird song. <laughs> it's a good take. <laughs> this does sound more early 90s yes, than I remember absolutely. it. Now that I'm listening with that lens. Yeah. Yeah, 93. Yeah. See? Maria, Maria again. Why is it him? Um, Specifically in Round Here, it's like talking about like going to Hollywood and becoming a big star, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if it... Isn't that this song? Is that this one? I think so. I don't know. My brain is fucking broken. It's all right. Um, either one. But yes, exactly. Yeah. Um... I don't really 
dive deep into fan theories. <laughs> <laughs> I've never read fanfic in my life. Um, this this album is supposed to be uh, a retelling of Cars 2, right? I think so, yeah. Yes. I think so. Uh, <laughs> and it proves that Tommy Pickles is actually dead the whole series. I'm just... Is that his thing? No. Oh. God, I love Rugrats. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Mr. Jones as a character in this song? Um, I know this. Hold on. No, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, I feel like I did know this at some point in my life. Oh, uh, here we go. Oh, yeah, I did know this. Uh... Adam Durrett's childhood friend. His last name was Jones. Um, it's something with that. I don't know. Is it Senator Doug Jones? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good song. It's an it undeniably really good song. And I mean, this was this, this was their first album, right? Yeah, first album. Granted, this is their first album, but it was also produced by T-Bone Burnett. So clearly oh. there was something behind yep. this album. Do you think they kept the name of this album as a way to be like, hey, it's going to be on the next one, though. <laughs> like, get ready. No. Don't you want to hear this song? I mean, I do think it's just a great title also. What was it again? August. And Everything After. Yeah, it's a good name. So September. The month this came out in. October. Yeah. November. Yep. December. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Uh I do when I think of a live Counting Crow song, yeah. I do just immediately picture the footage I saw of Woodstock ninety nine <laughs> and they're all dancing to this song. Yeah. I doubt this band played there. They might have. Okay. Let's look it up. Counting but, but like that vibe of an audience. Woodstock '99. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it auto-completed that oh. for me. Yes, All right, they did. Cool. Dang. Maybe I saw footage of them playing there. Maybe that's why. Oh, his hair is real dumb at this phase. <laughs> that is some not good hair. Ah! Oh no! Sorry, everyone. He's a. Uh, he's got bigger guns than I was expecting. Oh yeah, that's a bad hair. <laughs> He needs to get some more buttons on his shirt, too. I mean, it looks hot. It looks really hot out. <laughs> it's just upstate New York. could have been that Ooh, hot. could have been pretty hot. Okay, this song ugh, is incredible. Perfect Blue Buildings. That's a good name. Uh, take a quick glance at the tracks here. Mm-hmm. Are there any that you don't like? No. Cool. Not a single one. That's great. <laughs> I'm, that's not me judging him. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple that are less. Yeah. But no, I love this entire album. I did happen to glance and see that this is the fourth track. Yeah. This is a long album. It's 51 minutes. <sighs> That's how long our episodes are. Yep. <laughs> it's a lot of four and five minute songs. Okay. I mean, Mr. Jones is four and a half minutes. Hey, that went by quick. Yeah. Well, I wasn't paying attention to did that end with him gonna be a big star yep. like I thought okay yep that's what I remembered yeah this is one of my favorites on the album to be right this does kind of sound like an emo song mm-hmm. oh yeah it's nice I like that it's so nice you see and it's like it's the lyrics for me Ugh. So good. What was it? Gonna get me a little oblivion, baby. I don't know. Hmm. It's ridiculous. But yeah. uh, I also just have listened to these songs so much. These sure. lyrics are like in my brain. Yeah. You know what I'm realizing? Huh? This is the band that Hoodie and the Blowfish really wanted to be. Yeah, but they sucked. They didn't do it. Yeah. Because they were 
not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know why, but the lyric that they just said is one of my favorite lyrics in the song, which doesn't even isn't even super meaningful, but it's just it's 4:30 a.m. on a Tuesday. It doesn't get much worse than that. Hmm. Just, I don't know. I just I've always really loved that lyric. I think that's pretty accurate too. Oh yeah, that's a fucking bad time to be awake on a Tuesday. I have found recently that if I'm sleeping on a Monday, you're that's, fucked. That's not nearly as bad as being sleepy on a Tuesday. Oh, okay. Tuesday hits me way harder. Fair. Oh, I like the mandolin. That's probably the first time a mandolin's been on this podcast, too. That might be right. I think there's better odds that there's been a man- mandolin than an accordion, though. I don't know. Huh? I feel like an accordion could sneak into ska song. You're Maybe. not sneaking a mandolin in. But I could see a mandolin fitting more on an Ebo song than an accordion. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, you're probably right. Got the brushes out. Yeah. I mean, this song does feel pretty 90s to me, but. Yes. The next song. Is he bragging about having bones? Yeah, he's got a skeleton. <laughs> we all do. No, he's got skeletons in his house. Yeah, we all do. Oh. When I'm in my house, there's a skeleton <laughs> oh, sure, in the house. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so I feel like I. Okay, I mean, there's still like. Oh, wait, this part is so good. Hold okay. on, sorry. That was it. I just love that. <laughs> something I've noticed that both you and I do yeah. when we want to listen to something yeah. closer, we move closer to the mic as yeah. if the sound's coming from that. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, the next song, though, on this album is... Oh, it's on. a banjo. I love that part, too. It does have... Yeah. Um... But the next song on this album is probably my favorite song. Oh, God, the ending of this song is so good. I hear what you're saying about like the impro- improvis- wow, improvisational yeah. feel. Where like how he's still singing the yeah. chorus, but doing different things yeah. to it. Um, so yeah, the next song is incredible. Uh, the last minute of the next song is... Probably my favorite minute of wow. a song. Um, I don't know if that's actually true, but like it, it's up there for me. Um, What's the name of it? Anna Begins. I would be shocked if you had heard that song before. Okay. Um, oh, I thought it was Anna Begins with a drum. With a song of rebellion. Um, what is that? It's, it's the beginning of the Say Anything album. Oh, right. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love this song so much. It did begin with a drum. It did. It did. Uh, but yeah, no, it's Anna Begins, as in the woman's name, oh. Anna. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like Batman Begins. Yeah, but Anna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm less interested. Sure. The, uh, the, I, I can't even explain how perfect this song is. <laughs> Hmm. Which I realize is the entire premise of this podcast, yeah. but I can't. <laughs> I I'm not as into this one as of like 12 seconds into the song. Sure, I'll give it some time. It builds. Okay. I mean, I told you the last minute is my favorite. He's, yeah, sending her off to a coconut island. He says coconut weird. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I do agree. <laughs> I mean, that lyric. I'm not overly concerned with this. Well, first of all, he said status of my emotions. It's a fucking emo lyric. Yeah. And Coconut Island. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a... No, that's a Jason Schwartzman band. <laughs> <laughs> or a Donkey Kong Country level. <laughs> yeah. It's building. This is straight up emo lyrics. Mm-hmm. It's all enough. I also think this is probably the most emo song on the album, which makes sense why it'd be my favorite. That's <laughs> yeah, your gateway drug. Uh, at what stage in your musical development did you was it, did it go corn counting crows? Yes. No. <laughs> yes, it did. No, it went. You weirdo. It went corn incubus counting crows. It makes more sense. How? 
I, I'm, <laughs> having not heard Incubus, I can't imagine it being an average of those two bands. No, it kind of is. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure you'll show me. Yeah. Oh, we didn't hit a chorus yet. No. I thought we did. I mean, this is the chorus, but... Well, I got that. You figured it out <laughs> when you said the title. The piano came in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're two minutes in for the course. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Man, I do actually think that Incubus is the middle ground between Gordon County and Crows. You're gonna... That's my I, Venn diagram. I'm not gonna do any research, so I'm just gonna... Just remind me of this conversation. I would just like someone to at me and tell me if they agree with me. Don't okay. at... Uh, you can at me if you disagree with me. I actually don't care that no, much. Yeah. <laughs> we welcome all sides. Yeah. Not early Incubus. That doesn't count. Later. Give like, him an album. Like, Make Yourself. Okay. And after. Uh, morning View. After August? Yeah. <laughs> morning After August. A lot of not cliche lyrics. A lot of phrases you don't often hear sung. Yeah. Uh, like the name Anna or yes. Coconut Island. Yes. Status. Status. I mean, that, I don't get much sleep in a quiet room. Emo. Mm-hmm. Emo as hell. You know what? I, I figured out why this reminds me of Dave Matthews Band. Okay. Specifically the work of the drummer. The drummer makes it sound like Dave Matthews Okay. Band. Warning you. We're in the last minute of this song. Oh. Th- huh. This is part of it? Okay. I, I can't even. I, I love it. <laughs> This is good. I'm with you. I don't know about the best minute I've ever heard, but it's okay. coming. Okay. I also realized that hearing it for the first time in 2018, sure. I'm not. It's not going to be your minute, but no, that's I okay. It. I get it. <laughs> but uh, it's. I like it. Yes. Okay. And I like that dropout. Yes. I'm not I think also. I mean, obviously. I mean, I don't think it's like the most important minute sure. of music in the history of the world. I think it is. Oh, let's figure out what that is. Then. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> this is a lot of pressure. Um, I think, though, for me, it is an incredibly formative moment of music. Like, I have listened to that song so fucking many mm-hmm. times, specifically when I was like 16 and 17 years old. Right. Um, so that is why it is that important to me. I feel like this would be better saved for the end of the show, but I will, I'll will i just go ahead and say sure. it. This is changing my viewpoint on Counting yes. Crows. Yeah, I mean, I kind of assumed it would because, like, most people just know Mr. Jones and Long December. Right. And that awful cover that I hate. I, that cover is bad. I do agree. Um, oh, this one's called Time and Time Again. Um, and I think their non-radio hits to me are so much stronger. I like Mr. Jones, but so far... Yeah, I mean, the, I like Mr. Jones, yeah. too, but yeah. The non-singles have been better. Mm. I'm trying to think which song I think you'll like the best on this. Um, I did a little bit of Googling. Okay. And uh, it wasn't a Halloween song. It's a troll doll audition that Jimmy Fallon did. Are you familiar with this bit? I'm familiar with the bits where he would do the songs yeah. that were, like, about things. So this was from his stand-up when I saw oh, okay. him at U of R. Okay. And it's like he would do different celebrities auditioning to be the commercial pitchman for a troll doll. Oh, no. I'm not familiar with this, but what I was talking about was on Weekend Update Weekend when update. he would do the songs. Yes. yes. This is basically that. Okay. Uh, and it was, Mr. Troll. Oh, no. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't remember any of the other lyrics. That's okay. Yeah. Um. This is one of the songs that I, I like the song a lot, but it's it's not I feel a little slow for me. me, yeah. I wanna sing slowly. You can speed up a little bit. <laughs> Emo. Yeah. Told you. <laughs> we both recoiled at that moment. I didn't like that. Oh, I've heard this. 
You have? I recognize that chorus. Okay. Is this an original? Is it possible that this is a cover? I, I'm positive I've heard this before. I don't... I don't know what's happening. Oh, I'm getting a... Is this a South Park video? I don't even understand what's happening. It's like a progressive auto insurance commercial when they had that weird spy lady. I don't think this is a cover. Yeah, I definitely heard that chorus then. Huh. (laughs) Sorry. Always funny to me. (laughs) And I never learn <laughs> you can't you never know when that's gonna happen yeah that's true this uh album title makes me think of benfold fives forever and ever amen okay. just throwing that out there this is written by adam duritz this and song. a yes. bunch of people yeah oh do they no they don't share credit on everything huh so, like, Mr. Jones is credited to Duritz Bryson. Okay. Whereas, Round Here is credited to Duritz, Januszko, Jewett, Rolden, okay. Bryson. Huh. Whole team. Dang. Uh, last night, I was at a bar, and the bartender said he was playing songs that had a theme. Okay. He oh, played, that's fun. He played Counting Crows Long December, and then he played Ben Folds Brick, and I was like, I think I got it. Yeah, I was like, are there more songs? And he's like, no, it's just those two. <laughs> it's Long December. About an abortion? Yeah. I guess maybe. I don't know, to be okay. honest. But that's just what I assumed after he said that. Although, you know how like people on Twitter will post, like, if you played this song uh, yes. at, at this time, yes. somebody did a version of that was like, if you play Brick yeah. at this time, when he says 6 a.m. day after Christmas. Yeah. Uh, it'll be the perfect time. Also, I call that day. I call Christmas Brick Eve. <laughs> uh, my favorite one of those I saw was, you know, like if you start playing Neutral Milk Hotel in an airplane over the sea at eleven fifty-seven on New Year's Eve, everyone will laugh at you because you're a fucking nerd. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we gave that good. one a little retweet. Yep, that's like a good that. one. I think the way it was written was probably funnier than how I just said it, but the gist was there. No one's going to hold you recounting a tweet you read That's three pretty- months ago. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, okay, this song is Rain King, and it's great. And when he does it live, Round Here shows up in it. Sometimes. Okay. L- low speedier. Yep. We went from slow to a... This is one of my favorites on this album. Who did that song? Also, this era. Mm-hmm. Look around you, my pretty baby. Is it everything you've done? Uh, it would be. That's not Counting Crows? No. Okay. I don't know who that is. I know what song right you're talking about, though. Me. I don't know. Okay. But that's definitely like 1993 for sure. Yeah. Who is that? Oh, that's going to drive me crazy. I think Counting Crows in my head was just a bucket for 1993 songs. And so I should have known that they were of that time. Oh, that's Delamitri. I don't it's a one-hit one wonder. Band. Okay. I did actually know that. Uh, Delamitri rolled to me. Okay. Wait. It's, when did they say roll to me? Did I just... I think it's the chorus. So it's not the right time, the wrong me? Is it roll to me? The right time to roll to me. Uh, yeah. Okay. I've been hearing that song wrong since 1993. Yeah. The lady with the bandana and tattoos and overalls that I picture dancing to this song at Woodstock 1990 yeah. back. Oh, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yep. I still want to know why you knew time and time again. I definitely, I'm sure that was on the radio at some point. I think, uh, the Rochester area top 40 stations oh, just played this the whole album at some point. I mean, yeah. Because all of the music I listened to during this era was my mom driving me to school and movie soundtracks. That makes sense. 
and the Jesus Christ Superstar vinyl record my mom had. <laughs> Is this the first time we're doing the music I avoided in elementary school? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, is this the oldest album we've done? Uh, I think Jeff's album would have been older, right? Get Up Kids? Uh, Garlock. Jeff Garlock. Oh. Oh, I don't remember. I think that was 80s. You might be right. That sounds right. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, I was also obviously in elementary school, but yeah, I, it is confounding to me how into this album I got in high school. Yeah. Like seven years after it came out. Yeah. I don't know why. It doesn't feel long enough, like for you to have rediscovered it. Right. And I wonder, I want to actually look when their other albums came out, because I'm wondering if, so yeah, Recovering the Satellites, which is uh, the one that has... Long December came out in my brain is broke I can't read I mean no I guess this makes like if they were playing Woodstock 99 they were still popular in 1999 yeah so I guess that makes sense that was ninth grade yeah which is about probably when I started to get really oh (laughs) I figured it out okay okay Ramsey. Yep. Have you seen the movie Cruel Intentions? Nope. Who's in this? This makes sense. Naomi Campbell? No. That's Wild Things. Oh, okay. Cruel Intentions is Sarah Michelle Gellar. Okay. Selma Blair. Okay. Ryan Felipe. Who's Selma Blair? Um, I'm thinking of Selma Hayek, and I realized that wasn't right. Selma Hayek. Um, it's an incredible movie about a high school. Sorry. That, that yell I didn't like. Yeah, we agree. That's yeah. a unnecessary the rebel yell um the cruel intention soundtrack featured a song off of this desert life which is a different counting crows album okay but it was very pivotal in that mo- movie and that movie everyone i knew was obsessed with mm-hmm. that might be what triggered that for me that makes sense i mean i think i already liked them like i definitely owned recovering the satellites when it came out what year did that movie come out that movie came out in probably like 1999 okay um but yeah i think i already liked them like i liked mr jones and i I liked the singles but i feel like that might have been what made me like dive in because the song that was featured in that movie was not like a popular radio song and i feel like maybe that's what triggered it interesting 100% 100% positive that that's what it was, but like, I like this theory. Yeah. This holds up to me because okay. I loved that movie. Um, I also threatened to rewatch it last night when I was at the bar. I really, that Weird. got a Counting Crows week. Yeah. To be fair, the bartender was randomly playing Counting Crows after I'd been doing this all week. Yeah. Um, uh, can huh. you t- tell me anything about the band name? Oh, yes. Hold. I've heard this song. This? Yep. <laughs> See, they're pervasive in all of culture. Hearing that melody there. Um, this is called Sullivan Street, which I believe is a fictional place. Um, <laughs> there's somewhere. That I'm sure, but like I think the thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For the purpose of this song, not. Yeah, I'm sure there is a fucking it's Sullivan difficult. Street in the world. Um, yeah. So this, uh, the the band name, yes. the last song on this album, it's taken from that. Oh. So, we'll get there. <laughs> Is there an answer? What? How many crows? You'll see. Ooh. Um, actually, the, it, the last song really will truly answer your question. I'm not even being and coy. Stay tuned, listeners, for my Scrubs predictions. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we should just start a podcast at Scrubs predictions. Uh, I remember... Paul of Tompkins talking about like as a point of pride that he hadn't listened to the Hamilton soundtrack yet and he wanted to do a podcast where each episode was him hearing the track name and then improvising what happens in that track I would listen to that I think he's already seen it now so it's too late but I, yeah that would have oh been good oh my god I would have loved that but that's like what our Scrubs prediction show would be you give me the title of an episode yeah. I think that all of their episode titles have a specific format they start with my yes yeah 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 um, I've also never heard the Hamilton soundtrack 
Do you want to improvise <laughs> some songs? No. I can't see that working. Absolutely no not. Uh, yeah, because you'd be like, Heather, improvise, and I'd be like, uh... Hamilton. <laughs> Do a radio voice. Uh... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I have not listened to it. I mean, I kind of get... I feel like I have heard it probably at this point, but it's legit good. I've heard that. I, and the whole musical is the album, so you could listen to it and not... Sure. Have a story in the middle. Right. What was the name of this? Sullivan Street. Sullivan Street. Ooh, got it. You caught yourself. Is it ST period? Nope. Written out. That was a good move. Could you just hear my neck crack? No. Oh, it was loud. <laughs> I wonder if it's in there. Who's that lady? Hell if I know. All right. Is Let's see a, if the internet tells me. Is there a Mrs. Nope. Durowitz? Oh, well, he famously dated lots of celebrities. Oh, really? Who we got? Courtney Cox. Heard of her. Um, Courtney Cox Arquette? Yeah. Wow. Not anymore. No. R.I.P. Um, hold on. Let me scroll down. I want to see if Wikipedia will tell me. He dated, get ready, Jennifer Aniston. What? Two of the friends? Yep. Courtney Cox. Winona Ryder. Wow. Um, I don't know who some of the... Ri- oh. Monica Potter. I didn't think I knew who she was until I clicked on it. It's this lady. Oh, yeah. Okay. What, what's she from? Why do I know I her? I don't know. She's a celebrity. Yeah. What do I know her from? Seen her around. Hmm. Hmm. I hmm. have to figure this out. It's going to drive me fucking crazy now. <laughs> oh, parenthood. Um, okay. Samantha Mathis. I don't know who this is. Nope. And no photo on no Wikipedia. Photo. Not important. We're not a writer. Oh, I feel bad saying that. <laughs> She's not important. I mean, she has a Wikipedia page, which I don't have. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yet. In 2009, he was reported to be dating Emmy Rossman from Shameless. Damn. Like, I feel like she is younger than I am. <laughs> Ooh. Interesting. Huh. And a babe. Good for him. Um, hmm. This isn't sounding like... They broke up. A good one. This one... Yeah, this isn't one of my favorites. What's it called? Ghost Train. Ooh, I love that title, though. <laughs> I bet it's not about a real ghost train. Mm. This is... Okay, I'm sorry. This is really funny on Wikipedia. So it says, In 2009, Dirtz was reported to be dating shameless actress Emmy Rossman. Rossum or whatever. It's really funny to hear that in a sentence. Uh, shameless actress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With whom he had toured during the summer of 2009. I don't know. Is she a musician? Uh, I guess. Uh, um, uh, Rossum and Dirtz broke up in September 2010. Dirtz was reportedly... Wait, Duritz was reported to be unmarried as of August 2014. What? <laughs> Such a weird sentence. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, Mr. Duritz. Are, Are you married? married? <laughs> huh. Okay. But now I want to know if this... Oh, yeah, she does have a music career. Isn't that show about a band or a Shameless? musician? Yeah. No, that is a show about a crazy family in Chicago. Okay. I guess I'm just basing this on William H. Macy's hair. Oh, no, he's just like a fuck up. <laughs> I'm glad he recovered from getting shot by... Had Automatica. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, no, he's like a deadbeat dad in that show. That's all. all. And Emmy Rossum's, Rossum's character really holds the family together. Is she a mom? No, she's his daughter. Oh. She's the one who like... I don't know. I haven't watched in season two. What, uh, you said that she was younger? Yeah, she is like I know 31. How, how, how old was she when this album came out? Ooh. Uh, I mean, how old was, How so, old are we in third grade? I was nine. She was seven when this album came out. <laughs> it's fun to think about. Yikes. <laughs> how old is Adam Duritz? 53. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, that's not like insane, a 50-year-old and a 30-year-old. No. It's, it's a lot. It's It's insane. I don't even know what my reaction was to that Can you make that noise again? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I poked you in the belly accidentally Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry Oh, wait Big Yellow Taxi It's a bad song Yeah Wait, done by them The song Accidentally in Love Was on the Shrek 2 soundtrack I don't know what the fuck the Big Yellow Taxi was for Okay I've definitely heard Accidentally in Love. Yeah, that one's not great either. That's Shrek 1, not Shrek 2? It's Shrek 2. 
Oh, you said Shrek 2. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. That song, I uh, actually can't remember if I like that song or not. Which, Accidentally in Love? Yeah. We'll play it. Okay. We'll play it. I really like the Smash Mouth Twitter and how people just constantly say Shrek soundtrack to them. Oh. They don't like it. All right. Huh. They're more than just that one song. They're also the Mystery Men soundtrack. <laughs> oh, God. God, Ramsey's creating a disaster. Sorry. You're fine. You knocked over my stuffed bird. Yeah, and I'm not even comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you look really uncomfortable. I my teeth on the microphone, which is something you do. That is true. That's my move. Yeah. Um, the circus has fallen? On its knees, yes. Still doesn't, um, that doesn't help clarify this. The song is incredible. This song saw the end of Ringling Brothers, Brian yes. and Bailey coming. The song is called Rainy in Baltimore. Emo. Yeah. Exactly. This this isn't this is probably one of my other favorite ones. Real emo lyrics. I need a phone call. I need a raincoat. I need a big love. Big love. On DVD? Yeah. Now it would be like, I need an iMessage. Because <laughs> if anyone calls me, I'm so mad. I need a FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Double negatives. That means you do have something. Mm-hmm. Mr. Durwitz. Yeah. This is the right level of difficulty that had I heard this song in high school, I would have learned, learned to play piano. it. Yep. <laughs> this is a, another one that live they do a lot of different things with, um, intertwining other songs into it, and there's a lot of room. Yeah, I could see that. because I love this song so much. It's pretty. It's pretty. He's also... Oh, look who's back. Uh, yeah. Welcome back, accordion. Who's playing it? I assumed it would be the keyboard guy, but, well, this wasn't recorded live. What are you, what are you saying? Come on, Ramsey. Get it together. Correct. Stop talking to yourself. There's two people on the show. Um, Charlie Gillingham is playing it. It is the keyboardist and the accordion. So who does it live? They probably have more people live. I'm sorry for all the microphone noise, audience. Ramsey is being real weird right now. <laughs> to be fair, when we record at my apartment, we have to sit on the floor, so... Which I don't mind. I just can't find a, a right pose. <laughs> Do you need more pillows? I have a lot. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I'm sticking with whatever I have now. Great. That lyric was, sorry. I miss you. I guess that I should. Ooh. Ugh. You burnt lady, <laughs> I assume. Also, yeah. it's raining. Yeah, and she's 3,500 miles away. Where do you think... Can we do some Google Maps? What's what's 3,500 miles from Baltimore? San Francisco. That's off the top of your head? Just because that's where they're from, oh. I guess. Let's Google Maps it. Oh, we don't have to. I, I'm no, impressed. I want to now. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Baltimore? I was impressed with how quickly you were ready for that. That's just my theory. Okay, Baltimore, Maryland. Got it, got it, got it. That'd give me train directions. Okay. Yeah, because I am on the train directions. No, Baltimore to San Francisco is 2,827 miles. Okay, do Hawaii. You can't. (laughs) You can't drive there. Oh. Um... Which island? Uh, the big one. What's on the big island? Um, Let's just go to Honolulu. Yeah. Okay. There's no driving directions. <laughs> Walking. Okay. Let's just 
There you go. But it's not telling me miles. Oh, come on. Man. See, this is where we would need paper maps. Yeah. So we could use the little scale. That's right. Oh, wait. There is one here. <laughs> I don't have any paper. I, I never noticed that there was one of those little scales. There is one. I can't do anything with it. Please give me that. <laughs> okay. But you have to listen to the next song because it is... This is so dumb. 500 miles from Baltimore is like the Ohio-Indiana border. 1,000 miles is where Nebraska, Kansas, <laughs> Iowa, and Missouri meet. Uh, oh. 1,500 is the middle of Colorado. This song is incredible. 2,000 is the middle of Nevada. Is this the last song? This sounds like a... It is. Uh, 3,500 miles from Baltimore is the middle of the ocean. Where is she? <laughs> yeah, this is A Murder of One. This song oh, is incredible. Oh, crows. Exactly. So there's one crow. Yeah. Cool. I mean, the song will get into it a little more, but yes. Like, I like that title just as a murder of one, but then I really like it when you know that a group of crows is called a murder. I don't like it if it's about a murder. Of one? I do. I love murder. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> This is mm, This one or this Anna one. Begins Are probably my favorite song on the album Yeah, did you watch Scrubs? Sometimes This song was on it <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry <laughs> Emo as fuck mm-hmm. So emo Does he tell you What are you looking up, Ramsey? The name of JD's girlfriend. Elliot? Elliot, yep. Could have just asked me. I am a Scrubs fan. So, in this episode... Called? Uh, called my big decision okay jd uh he in his mind goes through uh uh all his past relationships and is approached by a chorus of Mm ex-girlfriends uh yep oh we're counting the crows yes it's a nursery rhyme. I like it. Yep. It's a good bridge. It's a good use of bridge. Yeah. Um, and each of these girlfriends end up, by the end of the episode, pushing him to propose to Elliot. Mm, okay. And uh, he does. And this is like the happy montage at the end of the episode. Gotcha. Although I'm realizing that this isn't really a happy song, but it's about change. Yeah. Okay. So it's actually from an episode called My Porcelain God. Which, oh yeah because there's an epiphany toilet on the roof of the hospital oh and Michael J- is that a comment no okay. it's just only in this episode okay I didn't remember that at all no uh, what season third season I did so way okay. too early to propose to Elliot yep. Michael J. Fox is in this mm. part of the sh- show as his character from Spin City as Dr. Kevin Casey ooh um I don't know. JD sits on the toilet and has an epiphany. And, and the song plays, I assume? I think so. <laughs> What's the epiphany? Do we know? Or just um, the, probably the description doesn't want to spoil that. Let's see. I mean, it already aired. I think it's okay. Um, I don't, it does, it's not telling me. Okay. Nope, I got nothing. Meanwhile, the janitor is up to his old tricks again. There is literally a part in here that's janitor story. Uh huh. And it? it's about he installs the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah. What if this is, they do like a, a big montage of him like caulking the bottom of the toilet at this song place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Walk along these hillsides in the summer, the sunshine. I'm feathered. Yeah, this is a good end song. 
random. Yeah, because yeah, it, it actually, within the song, builds up. Yep. And then quiet and down. How much is left in the song? Minute. Okay, that sounds right. She's using the word feather more times than I expected. Sure. But I, there were crows mentioned a lot, so a lot. I take it back. Again? <laughs> this does feel like a build of something that would happen in Scrubs also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone's running around the hospital right now. For sure. <laughs> That's why I went to Proposal. Pose before someone else does. <laughs> Running. Yeah, Michael J. Fox is there. I would say yes if Michael J. Fox proposed to me. Yeah, he's like a great guy. Seems yes. Marty McFly. Yeah, coming home to Marty McFly every night. Great, sounds good to me. he has a tendency to put a couple extra syllables after the song has already ended sure that's a that's a trend i've noticed sure i i would agree with that um yeah that's it meanwhile turk yeah exactly (laughs) um ramsey i think we already know that this did change your opinion on counting crows it did Uh, from what to what though uh from joke band that is bad sure 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 to uh good band that did good great yeah doing the lord's work here today yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't make it into my like top two bands of all time okay i think that's okay yeah um does this make sense to you as like a trajectory a of question. bands this is a good question that like right now unlike corn where you don't understand how i got from point a no, to point b <laughs> does this one make sense yes cool uh <laughs> but corn was first i don't get i guess i don't know i can't yeah. i can't explain it. i'm though our listeners did support that they also had similar yes. paths yes and this honestly w- the effect that this album had on me yes the main effect is that i want to hear incubus to see is are they right in between oh, corn we can make that happen i know and i be careful what you wish for, Ramsey. Yes, because they are going to get it. Yeah. I actually do not think you will find Incubus that offensive. Hmm. Interesting. The The picture I have, the sound that they make, <laughs> uh, what I expect them to sound like is just corn. No. Okay. Incorrect. All right. <laughs> so you're, you're safe. Uh, um, yeah. Goo Goo Dolls, Counting Crows, Foo Fighters. Yeah. Are band names that are interchangeable in my mind. Okay. Uh, I get that. And I, although honestly, I will say of like of those three bands, I mean, they're not quite all the same time mm-hmm. period, but like generally nineties, I would say that those three bands to me do actually stick out as like the better of those nineties bands. So that's okay. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't think that I don't find it offensive that you think counting crows would be lumped in with those bands. Yeah. And it's mostly cause like, I, I assume these are just names. I heard David Letterman say. Sure. That probably is right. Yeah yeah uh yeah that was that was better than i thought yeah uh definitely felt deeper than i expected sure and i think that's the big thing that like if people only know mr jones they just kind of think they're definitely like you said like a jokey band Mm -hmm. um but it uh it's definitely more than that (laughs) uh we gotta hear the shrek 2 song because i I feel like i remember hearing it and think it was super poppy it probably is. I mean, I would assume. It's on the um, Shrek 2 soundtrack. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yep, I remember oh, this. Okay, I don't like this. Yuck. Uh, jump into the chorus, if you can. Yep. Uh-uh. Yep, I remember this. I think this was probably about when I was out on this. So this, oh, <laughs> yep, no. and, and the big yellow taxi are like the things that I most recently have heard from them. Which makes sense. And yeah. they're bad. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I just change your opinion of them? Uh, nope. Just that song's still bad. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, yeah. I mean, this album, like it's, it's not an album I listened to a lot in 2018, um, but I do think it was very, very informative to my musical taste. So this, that's something. This is not where I expected the show to go. 
when we started it. Yeah. And I'm excited that it's not just music I'm guaranteed to hate. Exactly. It's also music I might hate. Yeah. But didn't. Great. Yeah. I feel like we did we did some work here today. We did the porcelain gods work. Yes, we did. The epiphany toilet. The epiphany. Oh boy. Hey Ramsey. Hey Heather. Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at Ramsey E S S on Instagram and Twitter and everything. Great. Heather. Yes. You go. You can find me uh, at Heather Shea, S-H-A-E, on all of those same platforms. And yeah. I'd recommend you follow us, the show on Twitter. Yes. At If You Are Listening. Do that. Uh, we'll it, tweet back at you almost as certainly if you tweet at us. Oh, it's like a guaranteed follow back. Yeah. You want to get those numbers up? Yeah. We're, we will follow you. Yeah. And check out our cool new Spotify playlist. Yes. Newish. Newish. Um, great. Great. Bye. See ya. Bye.